When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital Recap for August 9th through 13th. Friday the 13th. I know. Okay, so I didn't take any notes because I binge watched. And the thing that stuck out of my head is I think that someone is listening to our podcast. I know. You probably have a different reason than I do. But this week, Joss said it is what it is. And I was like, stop using that phrase. Okay, well, then that would have been before you started talking about it. But it went Carly and then Jason and now Joss. So every week someone's going to say it is what it is. And I'm going to yell every single time. Just so you know, that's how it goes. So what were you going to say? Why are they listening to us that you picked up on? No, there's just been certain things that I'm just like, we talked about that. We talked about that. Ah. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to get to it. Uh Uh-oh. Is that seriously this tribute to Stuart Damon? That better not be. That's, is that serious? That cannot be. That is not no. a tribute to Stuart Damon. Nothing against Sean Donnelly. We all know that I have fallen in love with him. He was on for 10 years and left on his own will. Right. Stuart Damon was on the show for 30 years, killed off, which people were not so happy about. Right. It has come back multiple times as a ghost. Mm-hmm. And all he gets is two minutes at the end of a show. No. No. No character remembrance or anything? Nope. No. That cannot be it. I thought they were going to lead into it when... I liked our idea. Well, I liked our idea too, but I thought they were going to lead into it whenever Felix and yes, um, Liz were talking about... Remember whenever we first started yep. out and we did this, we did that? I was like, oh, okay, this is the Alan episode. It's going to lead us into the Quartermains did this and I was friends with Emily and blah, 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 and all of that. Yep. And then it, it didn't. And I was very upset. Yeah. So I'm hoping that there's still a real episode. They could bring Emily back and share. She could share 
with someone and just be like, hey, dad's dad's busy, blah, blah, blah. Right. I'm not going to bring Emily back, though. That can't. No, no, no. I meant as a ghost. I meant as a ghost. <laughs> just make sure that we've clarified. No, no, no. Meant as a ghost. <laughs> that cannot. Mm-mm. I No, there has to be a full episode. Coming. It was a beautiful, it was a beautiful two minute video. Right. But that's not a tribute. No. No. Mm-mm. That is not. We're planning a special tribute episode. Right. No. I agree. No. I had very strong feelings I, about that. I obviously. get that. I'm with you. I was very much annoyed also. So then I did do a little bit of research because we were talking about Ryan being able to communicate. And according to brainandspinalcord.org, patients with locked-in syndrome can hear you and may be able to respond. He or she typically has global paralysis except for blinking and vertical eye movements. Some can answer yes or no questions by blinking or moving their eyes if you establish a code beforehand. Today, those with locked-in syndrome may be able to use technology to aid in communicating. Advances in computer and brain interfaces even make it possible for those who cannot blink or move their eyes to answer yes or no questions. So they have ways of connecting. There's a head-mouse device that it uses head movement to move a computer mouse or cursor, allowing the person to select letters on a speech device type or communicate online. There's eye gaze devices, electromyographic sensors known as EMG technology. This technology is most well known as the tech that allowed Stephen Hawking to continue to communicate despite motor neuron disease. So yes, the way that Harmony is communicating with him is possible, but there are, but there are like advanced ways. They probably don't do that if you're in jail though. Which is why Harmony had to come up with probably Harmony. not. They're probably not spending that kind of money. No. So I just I thought that was interesting because after I that after we talked about it, yes. I was like, all right, you know, I need to know. So I'm glad there is help because that seems way easier than Harmony's way. Yep. So all that to bring us to Ryan's letter to Spencer. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that Nicholas put everything together because they could have really had him play dumb, and I was going to be so annoyed. Mm-hmm. Just think though, if he had only waited two days to send that letter. Mm-hmm. Nicholas would have nothing. Right. Because it was Valentine's Day was when the cockroach yep. happened. Somebody on Twitter tagged us. So I was on vacation all week and I know we got tagged in a lot of things and I didn't get a chance to watch, especially this week, like the night of. So I kind of just ignored them. Sorry. Because <laughs> I don't like spoilers. We've all established this. By right. Now. But somebody said that there was no return stamp on the letter at first. And then there was a return stamp. I love continuity errors. <laughs> so good eye. I did not go back and double check you. So I am totally trusting your judgment. What do you think the lesson is that Nicholas is going to teach Spencer at his party? Don't you think that Spencer would be scarred from having a party after it burned down the last time he had a party? Well, maybe they're not going to play with fire this time. No, instead he gets VIP bracelets and DJs from California. So weird. And why, if we can have a second launch, is there not always a second launch? Right. Why is everyone stuck on the, the island? The Canadians have plenty of money. They could afford an all-time running second launch. You always hear, oh, should I send the launch back? No, just buy a second right. one. The launch isn't there. I can't get back to the mainland. Oh, the captain of the launch is blah, blah, blah. Now we have a second launch. Yeah. Maybe he rented a po- private boat to come in to act as a second launch. Still, they should have a second one all the time. That's absurd. I just thought they couldn't for some reason. Apparently they can't. Maybe he has a party launch. I want to know where all these kids are coming from to show up for this party. though. They better be keeping some of them and having parties later on for PCU and stuff. Mm. Mm. Because we don't ever see any other kids. No. If there's enough for a big party. Well, we saw them all at the Halloween party 
the Halloween dance, whatever it was, they were all on the haunted star. Those kids. Well, hopefully they use the same kids. We're not going to document them as recasts. No, no, I'm not going to research that (laughs) far back, but it would make sense if we use the same people because maybe one or two would be really good and we could pull them into some storyline. Yes. I don't know what Nicholas is going to do. I'm glad that he went immediately and told Ava Mm -hmm. and he was like, nope, it's my son. Not even going to try to hide this from you. Right. Love it. Maybe he'll just place some things around the house that seem like they came from Ryan. Oh. Like attacking Spencer. Because that's what they kept saying is he never went after Spencer. Yeah. Maybe now. Now that he's alone. Yeah. Now the stalker has the opportunity mm-hmm. to target Spencer. To freak him out. The one thing that was driving me crazy, though, is when they kept saying he wasn't even around when these things happened. And I'm like, male. Right. Male. And he was Mail. around. That's what you're going to find out Wait, eventually, well, Nicholas, Nicholas, is that he was. He's already assuming that. He's right. like, I'm definitely thinking that he was around a lot longer than, than he knew. says. Yes. But it was Ava. Ava kept saying, but he wasn't even here. And I'm like, you are a smart woman. Yeah. It was the male. Mm-hmm. Come on. I don't like it. I mean, I do. I, I like, I, I'm interested. I'm glad that they're finally coming to the end of it, though, because I yes. was getting impatient. Yes. And hopefully it can save their relationship because they don't want to be divorced. And we like them together. I was very happy that Spencer thought it was funny that Trina wrote Kick Me On His Back. Yes. When he thought back to it, he just kind of smirked. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, she's not going to let him just keep getting away with his jerkiness. Mm-mm. And I did like Joss's gentle, listen, I think you guys like each other. Just letting you know. He's yeah. got some issues. Right. Was it? I mean, she was. He's he's a handful. Mm-hmm. But she was also giving him a, her a little bit of background, like. He's got some problems, like yeah. not problems, but like, you know, he never got to know his mom. He, this, that, and the other thing. So just like a proceed with caution because mm-hmm. he hasn't given them any reason to be concerning since no. he's been back. Hmm. But I think that that'll be funny if they play it the right way because he's going to freak out and then Trina's going to be like, what is wrong? Why are you so freaked out? And then he's going to have to admit right. that it was right. him all along. Can we stop having people lie to Trina? Poor Trina. This poor girl. Poor girl. But. Laura setting Spencer straight on this is my husband. Yep. He did not intentionally, although we did talk about this, that it was mm-hmm. totally a conflict of interest for Kevin to be trading his brother. Right. And he doesn't backtalk her. He's like, all you had to do was ask. Yep. Done. I loved it. I was sad they aged up baby Donna. Not that much though. Not that much. The first thing I said is, yeah, she's not a teenager. Not but a did teenager. they? But did they? Mm. She's Yeah, if you look at the twins that played her before to the little girl that's playing her now there's definitely an age difference there they changed the actress but she was born she's almost two i think that little girl's more like three and a half jason was so and here's the thing though jason was getting overly excited about not overly excited oh her name's ava avandano she is a beautiful Mm -hmm. young lady she was too big for that high chair, though i think they were trying to keep her a little bit younger she was too big for that high chair well this is where i was getting a little confused because hold on, let's check out home. Jesus. All right, they don't have her age on here. But where I was getting confused was not confused. I wish they had mentioned why it was a big deal that Jason was like, Oh, good, you can feed yourself. Right. Because she has she is supposed to mm-hmm. have spina bifida. Right. I don't know what challenges come with that. I do know that there are some motor skills and things like that. But it would have been great, especially with how great the show is at incorporating these things, if that had been brought in yes, somehow when she had been taken away. You know, and Carly said, 
you're always so good and supportive of her learning mm-hmm. these skills and everything. I okay, you saw Steve Burton this week. Yes. You did not see Jason Morgan. You right. saw Steve Burton feeding a baby yes. this week. That was cute. Because he's like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's a dad moment. <laughs> but her calling him dad. Mm. She is almost too. It is too sir, soon for her to confuse. That's Jason. Jason has been there since the day you were born. Right. He has been there the day that all of your kids were born, Carly. He has raised. He raised Michael. Right. Right. And they call him Jason all the time. Right. There's never right. a confusion there. It's not like. No. Joss suddenly started calling him dad six months ago, and that's what she's hearing. And him saying, like, they will be my family. They are your family. Yeah. Friends are family. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. just, yeah, that bo- that bothered me a little, just a little bit. Just enough where I was like, seriously? I didn't like either side of it because she was pushing it one way where it's like, slow down, Carly. You know you're not getting into this marriage for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. So they're pushing him as dad. And then he was totally against it where I don't think that you should be against it. I think you should just twisted the other way of yeah they're family they've been family right they've never not been family right like that's just yep hmm yeah but we gotta see sunny out of it yes it was nice to see sunny except for they killed bunny already that was sad did you cry i actually did not okay good i was like seriously because i called it because when they were dancing and then he slowed down and he's dying yeah and jd's like what it's like nothing <laughs> And then as soon as she said, we're going to go sit outside and have some iced tea, I was like, yep, he's dying. <laughs> and then the second that she got up, I was like, yep, he's dying. <laughs> he's dead. So I'm sorry that I totally called it. But yeah, I was I was happy for them that they got those last moments and that he said, you know, he, he was where he wanted to be. He got one last dance with his wife. Yeah. They got to just go enjoy the sun setting together. Okay. My, I might now cry. Don't but cry. It's okay. It It was a beautiful... Sandoff. He got to die on his terms. I liked that. I just felt like they killed him too soon. I was not ready for him to go. I feel like we could have moved the storyline along a little bit more with Mike by needing him to go see other doctors. Do you know why I think I didn't cry? Because I was researching what you needed to get a fishing license in Pennsylvania. Because I'm like, pretty sure you need some kind of a photo ID. And to get a photo ID, you need a social security card and a birth certificate. So no, Mike, you can't go fishing. (laughs) I think that's why... like, and as I was researching I it, you. that's why I was researching it. I'm like, <laughs> he's dying. Okay. Back to Google. <laughs> and you need proof of residency mm-hmm. to get a driver's license. Yep. Yep. So sorry in Pennsylvania, you're not fishing Mike. Wow. Yeah. So that's probably why I did it. <laughs> in case you wanted to know. I just love that you're so thorough. Let me tell you what you do need. You can like print one of those papers out. Here's your checklist. Do you have ID? Do you have a search card? Oh, wait, that's right. You don't even know your actual name. Right. Oh, but did you see? This is why I thought somebody might be listening to us because there was a bit of a close up on the table tent of the Tano Bear Specials. Oh, okay. Space Camper IPA. Oh, shoot. I forgot to check if these were real. It's $6. It's a juicy tropical pineapple coconut American IPA, 5.7% alcohol, made in Kansas City, Missouri. Cloud Lifter is a citrusy, so it's very fuzzy, guys. Sorry. Made in Lincoln, Nebraska. That's $6. Lupulin River, a South American specialty sparkling river brewing company, Auburn, California. Okay, so we're going to do a quick, going to do a quick Google search on those too. And then little 
Harry. <laughs> I don't know if this says Little Harry Uplift. Hold it. What? I can't read it because the because I got a pause line in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, we're just making up names now. Mountain Falls Brewing Company in Nebraska. It's eight dollars, and then ninety shilling craft is a red ale. And those are the Tano beer specials. Mountain what? Mountain Falls Brewing Company. I think it says Nebraska. Oh, Luplin River Knee Deep Brewing Company. It's a it's a real IPA. This double IPA includes mosaic and Simcoe hops, South American specialty malt, and tons of tastiness by Kern River Brewing Brewing Company. Okay, buddy, I think these are real. Space Camper IPA. Space Camper Camper IPA is made by Boulevard Boulevard Brewing Company. Yes, I'm over 21. <laughs> Space Camper IPA, our newest year-round offering, is on a mission to save beer drinkers from heavy-handed bitterness with juicy tropical fruit flavors imparted by massive late additions of Ucano, Eldorado, and Galaxy Hop. That actually sounds like something I drink. I'm not a beer drinker, guys, just in case anyone... Like, I'm not bashing it. I'm just... I don't drink beer. Mountain Falls in North Carolina. Is that what you keep bringing up? No. That's what keeps coming up on mine. Mountain Falls Brewing Company, Hendersonville, North Carolina. Well, let's get part of it. Little Little Harbor IPA? Missing Missing Mountain Brewing Company is Cayuga Falls. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. I messed up that one. I'm just really impressed that all of these are actual beers. That is neat that they did some research. 90 Shilling is a medium-bodied amber ale with distinct burnished copper color and deeply pleasant aroma. Okay. The name 90 Shilling comes from the Scottish method of taxing beer. Only the highest quality beers were taxed 90 shillings. I know we did not get all the answers to all of them, but I am very excited about the fact that these are actual. And it says drink local. At the bottom. That's cute. And yet the irony. None of this are local. None of those are in Pennsylvania. <laughs> and Pennsylvania makes a lot of beer. Yeah. Maybe you heard of some Rolling Rock. Used to be an hour away from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they sold Iron City. Stoney's. Did you know that Shirley Jones' dad or Shirley Jones is from this Stoney's family? No. Do you know who Shirley Jones is? No. The mom from the Partridge family. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I love that, you know, all kinds of I've known that my whole life because that's what my dad drank. Drinks. Whatever. Didn't know that. Sorry. Yep. All right. So there's your little beer history. It was on Thursday's opening. So I guess we could go back and rewatch it, but Mm -hmm. I'm not going to right now. No. Because we got stuff to do. All right. (laughs) So now that we're done with Lenny's death and the beer (laughs) list. Oh, we shouldn't be laughing at it, but okay. Laughing at his death, or no. laughing at that you're a dork and like to look up everything. Yes, exactly. So what's next? Oh, I did like that Britt understood Jason's decision, and he said he did not make a single one of those decisions based on his best interest. Right. I liked that he said that. I feel like she knew that, or yeah. what he wants, or what mm-hmm. he wants. Oh, but she needed him to say it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I understand. And Jason talking Jacks down. Jax, we had this conversation last time. He's just so ridiculous with it. She is an adult. You cannot force her to do anything. No, and go talk to her. Exactly. She's old enough and reasonable enough that if you expressed your concern, maybe she would want to move in with you. I don't see that happening, 
but at least have a conversation instead of talking to everyone else. Mm-hmm. I thought it was weird that they brought out the box of her toys from whenever she was little. I don't ever remember seeing that doll before. Neither do I. However, she did let Trina know she used to walk around dressed like corn. <laughs> yes. I love that she brings it up <laughs> all the time. And Trina's like, all right, we'll get back to that. But right now, <laughs> let's handle this. What else happened this week? I feel like that's all the stuff that stuck out to me. Trina really struggled with accepting that Portia was flawed. and. Ava killed it. Oh, she does not have to tell you that, Trina. Right. Not even sugarcoating. Nope. She was just like, she is your mom. And like mm-hmm. we say all the time, this was another thing that I was thinking, oh, maybe someone listens. Because we used to always say, even your adult children should not know your marriage problems. Right. Nope. Yeah, Ava was killing it with that. She laid it all out there. I'm sorry that you're upset, Trina, but no. And I liked that she was like, who told you this? How did you even find out this information? (laughs) She's like, your mom just told you? Like, she just came out? Wow, but that happened. Right. And then Trina was like, no, no, that's not what happened. I like that Portia and Jordan are still able to be friends. Yeah. They're being mature about it. Being mature about it. I don't know if they're going to be friends, but but they're still mature. I don't think they were ever really friends. Right. But their, their relationship has not changed based on. Right anything that has come out because none of it they weren't married when this happened and like all the things yes of course Stella apologizing to Trina though and Trina being like I don't think there's anything to apologize for no she needed to apologize she did she needed to apologize I'm glad that she felt bad she should have felt bad why are you absolutely business in the middle of the GH hallways even if at their job at their job exactly Mm -mm. which is just you shouldn't be doing it in the middle of the hallway to begin with, but at someone's job. Right. Like, no. So mm. I'm glad that she apologized. I did like that Jordan and Curtis both tried to not tell her things. Right. They were like, no, no, no. It's okay. You just, you just got upset. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, then that did happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know, you kind of, you kind of let Trina know that her mom and I had an affair back in the day. <laughs> And yeah, maybe the divorce had something to do with it, but yeah. How has she not figured out this letter by now, though? I'm telling you, it's ridiculous. And how are they not going to figure it out? You get a copy of official papers whenever everything is filed. So they'll figure it out soon. So they should. They should. If you want to be divorced, you're on the lookout for those. You're calling your attorney asking, hey, did that get processed? What the heck? Yeah. Very, very true. And then Naomi died? Yes. Okay. Yes. Wouldn't it be nice if they somehow tied her into dying the same way that Neil did? That way we could get some closure on his. That would be lovely. Because he somehow died of a drug overdose between the his in his toes. toes right. And hers was Which is not uncommon neck. if you are a drug user. Right. For that to happen. Right. However But that's not a place you uncharacteristic. Look for. Correct. So maybe Neil has some kind of a tie to the past with Hayden too. That would be fun. I would like if they put that all together. I would have liked her to be around a little bit longer before they killed her, though. Right. And now Finn has to figure out how to tell, how Violet. To tell Violet. Yes. Sorry that your grandma popped into town. Now she's dead. Right. Did you ever notice that only Sam calls Liz Elizabeth? I guess that's true. Maybe Laura does sometimes, now that I'm thinking about it in my head. And obviously Lucky did when he wrote that super romantic song about her. 
I love the smile you get when you talk about that. It was a beautiful song. I think Laura's called her Liz before. I think she I think he calls her Liz, but I, I think do she think that she calls her Elizabeth. Elizabeth when it's like a serious conversation. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Sam. Hi, Elizabeth. Says Elizabeth. Yeah. Huh. Good job putting two and two together, though, that Naomi saying a full name. Exactly. Because I'm sitting there going, hey, him and not have called Violet a time suck. She has to be lying. Okay, good. But who's that? And now she's dead. And her body is not cold after five minutes. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. But I was distracted in those scenes because Sean was there and he was looking mighty fine this week. Not that he doesn't always, but. But dude. seriously, what's it going to take for him to be cleared? I don't know. So ridiculous. And then I did not like this when Sean was like, we should call the cops. And Sam's like, I can't call the cops. You can't call the cops. We're both on parole. We'll call somebody that I know will help us. Oh, yeah. It's a cop. She's making Dante go against. Right. He wouldn't even lie on the stand for his wife for them to adopt a baby. Right. But he's going to lie for Sam. But he's going to cover Sam. Yep. I thought the same thing. And an actual, there's nothing wrong with what happened here. Exactly. Like you you didn't kill her, did you? Right. Nope. Oh, okay. Right. And they should be able to fingerprint or whatever and realize right. they were not part of it. Right. Or not for nothing. Sam's a little maybe too short to get the angle that. Right. I mean, I'm not trying. Her shoes were killing me this week, but they have to because Sean is so tall. <laughs> She's just that teeny tiny. I love it. She is very teeny tiny. And you don't really realize it until you see her next to these guys. And then you see her shoes and you're like. Aw, how long do they make you wear those? Ow. Right? I hope that she enjoys the shoes that she gets to wear. I hope so, too. I liked that they did have the conversation between Sam and Dante be real life, though. Oh, my kid's just calling me to whine about they can't find something right. or they lost something or whatever. And that was cute. But you know who else would be candidates for the single parents anonymous who group? Else do you want to put in the single parents? Olivia anonymous? could be because she raised Dante by herself. Oh, yeah. And she is raising... Sam and Dante's brother, she was raising him as a single mother mm-hmm. for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Alexis, yeah. Their sister, Christina's mom, raised all of them individ- like all of them as a single mom, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So their own mothers who raised them and their siblings. No, but it's just the two of them. Nope, <laughs> the just the two of them. They're the only ones that go to the club. And where, But where are they getting beer and snacks and possibly dinner now that the floating rib's gone? Is that the Savoy? That's kind of fancy for... That is kind of fancy. And that's a club. Yeah, that's not... It's not beer and snacks. Mm-mm. When I Charlie? hear beer and snacks, oh, maybe, okay. Yeah, they could go see their sister, who's the manager. <laughs> She'll hook them up and be like, why is With my sister... Food. With food. <laughs> why is my sister dating my brother? This is weird. Ugh. Oh, my goodness. And then my favorite part of the whole week was Scott and Liesl. They're, so <laughs> They're adorable. I love them. They're funny and witty and adorable. Oh, They're... I love them. Yep. Can we never, ever, ever break them up, please? Yeah. I never want them to get to be too serious either. Like, I don't want them to be. Right. Yeah. They don't need to get married. They just have to. No. Keep this, just like, keep them this way. Mm-hmm. You know, it obviously get more serious, whatever. But well, like, I mean, even Britt was said, asking him to go away with her. Right. So that, right. That level of serious. But we don't need. It. No, they don't need to get married. Right. We don't need to do all those things. But Britt saying that's the happiest that she's ever seen her mom and her trying to explain how Victor Cassadine is a step up from <laughs> Faison was the yes. best. Yes. So we know that Epiphany is still in Cabo. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Liz and Felix are hazing Willow right now when he was like, she is so green? 
I feel like he told her to do something that she can't actually do. Maybe. Because as soon as he did it, he went over to Liz and was like, remember when we were that green? You know, and Liz kind of had like a smirk and I was like, are they hazing her? Maybe. Maybe that'll make her chill out some, be more fun. Monica asking why she did not take Chase's name. That is a good reason, though. She started yeah. nursing school as Tate. Exactly. I wouldn't have changed it then anyway. Lots of people have their professional name and their personal name. Yep. Loved that Brooklyn spoke up for Chase. Mm -hmm. And was like, listen, you too. Exactly. Knock it off. But then also realizing that she needs to tell Valentine. But you get she that. She didn't say it. But you get that. Every time that she says it, her face does that. But here's oh, the thing. Yeah, the Their situations you. are 100% not, not alike. Right. Brooklyn is protecting the safety of a child from someone who we do not know is, she does not know is dead. Right. She is protecting the safety and well-being of a child. We don't know he's dead either. His body's true. missing. True. That is true. Very true. Willow and Chase aren't, or Willow and Michael aren't. No. They're protecting themselves. Right. That's it. Right. But he's going to have heard her say the whole five-step rule, and that's why he's not going to improve for a while. He's going to get mean. I'm kind of looking forward to his personality changing a little bit. That's fine. I don't want him to lose him, though, because he is a great guy. Mm -hmm. Do not like Austin egging him on, though. But at least Austin was straight up, listen, you can get anywhere in the house. Right. Can you just go do this for me? He wasn't actually... Yes, he didn't Being lie. as manipulative as I thought he was going to be at the beginning. Right. Because I thought he was going to mess with his recovery. Yeah. But no. I, I don't know. I still think that Chase is not going to go through with being mean to... I think he's not going to let them off easy. I don't think it'll last for long. But No. But he's he's going to be the one to end it and be like, listen, I know about you guys. Right. No, he should All you have to do make, is tell me. Make them feel like a jerk. I just hope that he doesn't take it too far. I don't think he will. I think... No matter what he does, they're going to feel like jerks because yeah. they are. Right. Like they've reached the. Yes. They should have, like Austin said. And yeah, she married you because she thought you were dying. Because what? You've been alive for um, how long now? Exactly. At some point here. And she's been affectionate towards him. And she, mm -hmm. like there have been reasons for Chase to believe that his marriage to her is real. Right. And going through what you hear about, you know, yeah, there's a an issue with somebody's physical, whatever, like there's always going to, those are all things that come with injury and sickness and everything like that. There's things to adapt to. That's probably what he's reading on right. and things like that, you know, that he's part of marriage. Yeah. He's probably like, okay, so, you know, I can't do this. So she's probably just like being careful and doesn't want to. Right. And that's why he's telling her, you don't have to be like, we can work on this together, yeah. you know, but now he's starting to say, oh, wait, Hmm. We'll see where it goes. Yep. Edward was rethinking his will, apparently. And Ned, thank you. Because I'm sitting here going, well, I wasn't here, but I was, <laughs> I was watching it going, um. You were just yelling Tracy's name at the Oh, when the second he said trouble with a capital T. First of all, I got Elvis in my head. You're looking for trouble. Mm -mm. Okay. Tomorrow, the day that this is released is the anniversary of Elvis's passing. Can we all? Have a moment of silence. Okay, that can be it. Today is my Grammy's birthday, the 15th, and she was in love with Elvis, and he died the day after her birthday. Aww. Mm-hmm. But, and Ned can sing, and so we go back to Elvis and Ned there. Okay. Second that he said trouble with a capital T, I was like, oh, God, what did Tracy do now? Yes, exactly. But the fact that she knew, it, Austin has a case. Yep. And I was like, it, you guys can't fight that. Exactly. You know, if one of you is willingly and Ned said it. I hope she comes back. 
just for a little snippet. Well, we have four months until Christmas, so she always comes back around Christmas now. I know, but I don't want them to drag it out until Christmas. No. No dragging out until Christmas. But I did like that Ned was like, I don't know what the right thing is. Mm-hmm. And Olivia was all, oh, honey, thanks for doing the right thing. Shucker. So JD asked me, has there ever been a time on the show that someone is not mad at somebody else? And I was like, no. No, it wouldn't be any fun then. No. I was like, well, holiday episodes, maybe. I was like, but even still, then sometimes we still get the little, yeah, no. Mm -hmm. I thought that was funny. So cute. No. We need the drama. That's the whole point. I know. And when in real life is there ever a time exactly when somebody you know is not mad at somebody else? Mm, never? No. Okay. That's all that I have. Don't get intimidated by my three pages. There, A lot of them are handwritten like huge. No, they're good. I just did not take notes because um, I watched them all in a row and yeah, didn't happen. I guess that brings us to do, do, do. reality check. You should have a way more fun reality because you were on vacation. I forgot the Oreos. I found them and I bought them. Oh and my I forgot gosh. Them. So it's going to have to be done, done, done. Continue to next uh, I'm so sorry. I took a picture and sent them to you. I got the Oreos. I put them right on the counter so I wouldn't forget them. And I did not bring them. So I'll have to wait one more week to see if it loses its poppiness when you dip it in milk, which I'm still telling you it absolutely has to, but whatever. Hmm. So besides Hmm. that, find my week was not that exciting. I came home. Emily got her learner's permit. That's exciting in our house or terrifying how everyone will look at it. And Madeline had her first cheer game yesterday, which is how I got this lovely sunburn. Because every year I forget to put on sunscreen the first game. And then I come home and complain about how burnt I am. So followed tradition and did it again this year. Is that like a good luck charm now? Like, do you have to do it? No, I just, I'm so flustered the first day because we're trying to get out the door on time. Yeah. And this year it was even more so because. I'm really surprised at that because you're so like sunscreen 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 i am sunscreen. and madeline was sunscreen from head to toe even parts of her body that the sun was not going to hit because she had her uniform on but because i'm like we have to go we have to go blah 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 i did not take time to sunscreen myself and the other kids were in a hurry because they were going to their dads afterwards to help move houses and whatever and so yeah madeline was sunscreen she does not have a dot of sunburn on her but i have a whole bunch so there you go hmm. i will survive It'll be okay. And then hopefully I'll remember next year not to do this. But yeah, that's it. Set yourself a reminder. Everyone says that about everything and I don't do reminders. I do it all the time. I set myself reminders for in the future all the time. And then it pops up and I'm like, oh, thank you, Pat Shannon. (laughs) Thank you, Pat Shannon. Okay. That's how I remember to cancel subscriptions for things. Yeah, I forget everything all the time. Mm -hmm. I just don't do that. All right, so tell us all about your vacation because you had to have been doing super fun things the whole week. Well, I came back with a lot of bug bites because no joke, there are a ton of bugs in South Carolina. Won't be taking Madeline there. And I sprayed up with bug spray. Mm-hmm. Maybe just not as much as I should have. Um, I definitely did get a little bit more golden and I did put sunscreen on. Good girl. But we had a good time. We went to Fort Sumter, which is where the Civil War started. And my husband used to do Civil War reenactments. I was going to say, he must so have that really was, geeked out. Well, it was my idea. And he's like, you know, we don't have to go. I was like, we're going to be an hour away from where the Civil War started. Yeah, we are. Yeah. It's not the only nerd in the family. That's very true. And we got to visit a um, place called the Boone Plantation, which at first I was like, I don't really want to go to a plantation. Yeah. And But they sell like combo tickets with Fort Sumter and 
I looked up the plantation and they have received awards and accolades for the way that they portray how slaves were treated during the day. Oh, wow. So I was like, okay, cool. We can go explore this place. The kids can actually learn because mm-hmm. they actually have a, um, I think she's a descendant of their Gullah Geechee, okay. which is like the heredity. And this woman shares about their past. And it was just, it was really, it was a really nice intellectual hearing how things used to be, you know, and yeah. realizing really have come a far way, but at the same time, not so much. Two things I did not know, three things I did not know about this plantation before we went. One, the gardens are in the shape of butterfly wings. So if you're looking at above it, right down the middle is the butterfly body, but then the sides are shaped like the wings. And I'm like, what? I love butterflies, guys. Like kind of, it's, it's a problem. It's not a problem. It's not obsessive. It's an obsession. I just really like them. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know that they had them and then found out. Also, it's where the movie The Notebook was filmed. Oh, wow. Part of it. The plantation was used as Allie's summer home. Okay. And then when they filmed the lake scene where they're caught in the rain, yes. was in the lake behind the house. Oh, that's cool. And it's where Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively got married. Very cool. Yeah. No idea. Huh. I was like, oh, okay. And, but so it was, it was really, really good. And that was just Monday. I'm not going to take you through my entire week. Aww. But we also went to a couple different beaches. And went on a dolphin watch Thursday morning. That was fun. We did see live dolphins, actually. So we followed one or two on the dolphin watch. But then when we were at Fort Sumter in the Charleston Bay, they have a bunch of dolphins. Oh. So we kind of got like a twofer. And then we did this thing called Pirate's Voyage, which is like medieval times, but it's pirate themed instead. Okay. On Friday night. And then we took forever getting home yesterday and I am exhausted today. Okay. And the whole way home... So my son's going to college this week and I'm not really there. Mm-hmm. I can't. Right. And I can't talk about it too much. Right. Because I've already done it. I cried. It was the last day on the beach. Like I just lost it. He and I were having a great conversation out in the middle of the ocean. Not in the middle of the ocean, obviously. <laughs> you know, about 20 feet off the coast. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm just going to go sit on the beach. Like up on, and I just started crying. I was like, I can't. So then he introduced me to this podcast called Distractable. Do your girls listen to or watch Markiplier? He's a YouTuber. So he's told me about this guy Markiplier before. And we've watched some of the videos. He's he's really funny. There is language. So I'm not even going to like, there's adult language. So if you are a child or if you monitor what your kids, my son is 19. Right. Okay. I'm not watching this with a Mm nine-year-old. So I'm also not suggesting that for that age. But Distractable is a podcast with Mark. Fishbach, who is Markiplier, Wade Barnes, and Bob Myskins, they come up with a topic each week. It is so cool. So the three of them are friends. They come up with a topic, and two of them have to tell stories related to the topic, and the third one awards points. And then whoever wins, and there's no rhyme or reason to the points. Okay. It's just like really random. Like, oh, I like how you incorporated the use of color in that. You get 127 points. Okay. Or you said my name right, you know, or you took me down like another thought process. Like you get two points, no rhyme or reason. Okay. And whoever wins gets to host and be the judge for the next week's episode. So we listened to it (laughs) for 10 hours. Oh my God. We listened to every single, so during the week we listened to a bunch of them too. So it was just, it was really nice to be able to listen to this entire show, you know, with my son on the way home. 
from vacation, getting ready to send him off to school. And there's no new episodes until Mondays, but they have things like hold my beer convention. Bob's fridge was the first one that I listened to. He actually had me listen to it a couple weeks ago because it has to do with this guy talking about how his new fridge installation got messed up. Mm Mm-hmm. And it has, is hysterical. And so I'm in real estate and my son's like, stuff like this happened. I was like, oh my God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of how it got started with me liking it. And so I just, I really recommend this show. And then they talk about hair, body odor, camping, fake technology, supernatural. Like, so they just all oh share stories. It is just so funny. And every episode is about an hour. Um, but I just, I loved it. So it was, it was a really nice way to end vacation was listening to another podcast because I'm caught up on ours. (laughs) (laughs) And I found out on Friday, I think it was Friday that a friend of mine, yeah, it was Friday. A friend of mine called me while we were at the beach and I think she, she thought that we were home and she has been trying to have a baby. She's had several pregnancies that have, um, become miscarriages and they started the adoption process while they were also still trying. And They found out Thursday that they were getting two babies. That's so exciting. So she now has two babies and I am just like beside myself that she, she gets, she gets to be a mom. So it's not mine, but I was just like, she's like, what you doing? I was like, I'm at the beach. She's like, oh, I'm like, you don't call. What's up? (laughs) You know, like you text. I'm so So. happy for her. Yes, me too. And especially, I mean, not especially, but you know, especially when. When it's you, been it's such so a process. hard. Yeah. So hard. And I can't wait to meet them. It's a boy and a girl. So cool. And they're little. So. Yeah. But that's it. And while I was on the beach, I read Love and Maine. There you go. Which is the book that we have talked about. Molly Lansing Davis wrote when she was like 12. Which as you're reading, oh. like, why is a 12-year-old writing this? But it was published by Connie Falconeri, so... Now kind of works its way out yeah. why she was angry about some stuff. And, but now you understand why Molly could have never got that book published on her own. Nope. I don't think she wrote certain parts of it. I hope not. I don't see how she possibly could have. I really hope not. No way she could have. Okay. <laughs> not with the Molly that we knew at 12. Right. No way could she have written certain parts of that. Right. But that was definitely a woman's writing. Oh, yeah. An experienced woman's writing. Let's put it that way. So Thursdays 411, we are going to discuss Love in Maine, a novel by Connie Falconeri, which was actually a featured storyline on the show too. Yep. And the perfect beach read or perfect summer read. So just go get it on Amazon and read it before Thursday and then listen to us talk about it. (laughs) Have a good week. And we'll meet with the peer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.